Hey, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. And boy, do we have a lot to discuss tonight. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome Al Reynolds. What's up, Al? What's going on, Claudia? Man, tonight's show. There's a lot of people in the news that's acting up. A we lot of Yes, and please welcome Funky Daniva. What's up, Q? What's going on? And Claudia, I'm going to go ahead and do the liberty on behalf of us and the soulmates. Ain't no need in asking us what we drink because everybody in America right now is sipping the same damn tea. Okay, we are all sipping the same damn tea, Claudia. So go on to the next thing, baby. I was started. I was not even going to ask you. I I feel (laughs) you. We all get right to the meats. A lot of meats being thrown around and and forced. Okay. Today, the New York Times is reporting that Sean D. Combs is being accused of rape and years of abuse by former bad boy artist and ex-girlfriend, Cassie. Cassie is speaking about the abuse in a civil lawsuit filed against Diddy. Now, in the lawsuit, Cassie claims Diddy supplied her with drugs, beat her, and forced her to have sex with male prostitutes that I also read that he films and would masturbate to, allegedly. The lawsuit has a laundry list of accounts of abuse from Diddy, including a time where Cassie alleged that Diddy forced his way into her home and raped her when she tried to leave him. You know, there's a lot of... Oh, you know what? Let me just go to Al first. Al, what do you think about this? Um, A lot of people have been waiting for Cassie to break her silence for years. And hey, she's done it now and she's done it in a big way. And the funny part is she has a lot of statues that are on her side, being that where she claimed this happened was in the state of California. Now, in California, there's no statute of limitation as it relates to uh, rape. Uh, so she can say that she was raped. It could be 10 years ago. It could be 15 years ago. There's no statute of limitation. But also in the state of California, a witness to abuse of a victim of sexual harassment is even if it hasn't even been directly towards you can make you a sexual harassment victim. There are so many layers to this. If I was Diddy, now this is just me trying to help him out. If I was Diddy, I would not want to drag this out in public opinion. He's got a lot of things against him right now. And one thing that everybody has always said is, what did Cassie think? And if she's coming forward, this could be a very, very, very bad situation for him. Nola Curvy Girl said, it's not making the band, it's now making the Oh my God. And Negrilinda805 said, Diddy, oh, you in trouble. Candace B. To quote Q said, Diddy going to jail. Do you think so, Q? It's damn sure going to be making the if he end up going to jail. But what we know that so far, this is a civil case. And I'm going to tell y'all something. I believe every single word, every word in the New York Times, I believe it. I didn't watch, nor did I participate, but it's something down, 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 down in my heart that make me believe every single word. I'm going to tell you something else, too. And I'm going to take my time with this. She was there for 13 years. Do you know the amount of receipts that you can collect after being with somebody for 13 months, yet alone 13 years? And I'm going to tell you something. It's the part about the freak-offs that he would hire a male succession of male escorts to hunch her while he sit back and masturbated and recorded. Let me tell you something. 
All of y'all who want to say she lying and trying to shake him down, that bitch got to have one vivid imagination and the creativity of J.K. Rowling, who wrote Harry Potter, to come up <laughs> with something like that that is equally as imaginative and creative and embarrassing. I believe it. I believe every single damn word of it. I believe it. And let me tell you something. The only thing that I want to know is what time we going around there to Carisha house to help her get her stuff. Before we go to Carisha's house, Q, one thing that we know is that what she put out in the media was pointed, meaning this isn't the first time that someone has made the claim of the male prostitutes. So I think she's sending a message and she's making it really clear Diddy, you don't want to mm, with me. I know a lot of information forward if you don't pay me. Uh, the official comment said, somebody going to try to get rid of Diddy. He's trying to buy a TV network. You know how they always say whenever... Somebody, I saw one comment that said he's trying to buy Diddy, trying to buy Tubi. <laughs> and I fell <laughs> out laughing. Fish Eye Jedi said, they say he offered her eight figures, which she turned down. And of course, you know, he's going to, it's going to be, they're going to why now? And she's just trying to get paid. Cassie has been one of the most unproblematic, quiet uh, celebs at that yeah, we know. Yeah, he had her ass locked in a damn attic like <laughs> Anne Frank. <laughs> I, I see, in 30 million, eight figures? Am yeah, I missing? Yeah, but I missing? I've seen them around before in person and she always looks very sad. I always felt a lot of darkness around them and around her. And, oof. Oh, people are hitting my phone, reminding me of certain things. Uh, we're going to get into this another time. Um, but the lawsuit also claims that in 2012, Diddy became very jealous of Cassie's relationship with rapper Kid Cudi, and he threatened to blow up Cudi's car. Now, a spokesperson for Kid Cudi confirmed this allegation and stated that his car did, in fact, blow up in his driveway not too long after D Diddy made those threats. And listen, people are coming out of the woodwork in support of Cassie and Cassie's claims. And I think it hasn't been successful before anything, nailing kind of Diddy to the cross or anything because it'd be one person, they can get scared, taken out, die, get sick, get pneumonia, go into a coma, whatever, right? But now for the first time, multiple people at the same time are kind of standing behind Cassie. What are your thoughts on this, um, Al? Listen, I, I, I'm telling you, the way the rollout is happening, she's really letting him know that she's bringing her big guns and she's not playing around. And to also get the cosign of Kid Cudi does not help. I, 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 the writing is on the wall, everybody. He's either got one or two options, and I hope he does the smart thing. Option number one is pay the woman what she wants to keep her quiet because you really don't want her to air out all your dirty laundry, or fight this, fight this, and let her roll out all your dirty laundry and see where you end up on the other side of public opinion. In my opinion, what we're going to see is we're going to see a settlement. He's going to quiet this noise. He's going to deny any wrongdoing, and he's going to pay her and make this go away. I'll give them until the first of the year, and let's see if we're still talking about this. Diddy is, of course, refuting the claim that says that she's been attempting to blackmail him for $30 million. Cute. Do you, this, again, as expected, of course, is going to be, what else can he say? But see, he's already messed up because Cassie's legal team has already divulged that they've been in contact with Diddy's legal team. And like we mentioned earlier at the top of the show, who was willing to settle for an eight figure settlement, which means at a minimum, they were willing to pay her $10 million because that's the first digit you hit to get eight figures. They were willing to give her 10. 
At the point in which you're willing to give somebody $10 million, bitch, you did it. You did it. That's a lot of money. Did it. You might as well roll that thing up 20 more million and just get this thing put to rest. Because like Al said, once the details really get laid out in writing and depositions and in court transcripts, there is no coming back from it. It's one thing to hear the rumors. Oh, did he play with boys? Oh, did he do this? Oh, did he do that? There's another to have that in black and white from somebody who was your intimate partner for over 13 years spilling the details. I'm pretty sure in some of those moments when Diddy was having them succession of men playing at her tussie cat while he was recording it, he was playing with some of them men's too. Because that's how it go. You don't just sit there. You, you, was, you was in there playing and let them play in between your legs and then your you know you don't want that to come out in them depositions it's a whole lot of tea and not to mention that girl didn't leave that house with nothing i'm pretty sure she got one or two of those videos she mentioned the fact that some of the videos were recorded on her phone she would later go back and delete them and then she later found out that he still had access to them maybe in the cloud so on and so forth if all of this was going on for as long as she said it was going on mama got one or two of those videos and it's also worth mentioning that because he perform these sexual acts with these male prostitutes on her in different states and in different cities, it qualifies as human trafficking. That's true. Now, Claudia, let me ask you a question as a female on the panel, the resident female. Um, if Diddy came out and admitted that, you know, there may have been some same sex activity in his experience with her that she may have witnessed, and that he may be, he may consider himself bisexual. Do you think this could take some of the wind out of Cassie's cell? Uh, I don't know because she still's got the rape thing. And if anyone is in the scene, that would be very hard. It would be very hard for her to prove the rape. Now, if I had to go up against one or the other, it would be very hard for her to prove rape because they had consensual sex before. I know that whenever a woman says no, it's no, and that we can't deny the fact that if she says it's rape, it's rape, but it would still be a lengthy process, right? So if she's holding over his head that she has all this other information that could be super damaging, if he came forward and said, look, okay, I've thought about it. If I'm talking, being serious, I'm bisexual. Would that put a different wrench into her case right here today? To me, no, because to me, that's not the worst part of the story. I'm like, at this point, being gay, bisexual is so mainstream now. We've been hearing about Diddy and boys for the longest time, and people don't really give a damn anymore. They don't. It's not that shocking anymore. To me, it's the rape and the threats, and the threats are something we've already heard about with him. I mean, uh, I just got a text from someone reminding me about a time that he threatened to make me disappear. And that's, it ain't about me, so I can talk, but I just wanted to mention that that it's not, it, it, that to me is more damaging that a mogul is out here threatening to make people disappear. People are scared to talk out, but you know what, right now, there seems to be a lot of support around Cassie. Um, do you see Dawn and Aubrey all day like kind of showed her love publicly and did he just put dawn on a song so that says a lot i think people are finally getting to a point where they're like you know what people get away with a lot of stuff for a lot of time and we've been all we keeping quiet i think people are starting to get sick of it and then this campaign he's been doing the last few months of being positive and love we had to know right it was for a reason 
I think he felt it coming down the pipeline and he tried to get ahead of it with some positive spins on things. Yep. Expect him to put a lot of videos out in time with kids because that's what you usually do. Pe people usually do when they're in crisis. Um, Melissa James said, I hope Cassie stays protected. I put nothing past Diddy to harm her in retaliation. That part. All right, we will definitely keep y'all posted on any new developments and I hope nobody else gets hurt or disappears. It looks like Benzino was bothered by his daughter Quayle Ray's comments about him asking her for money and using her for clout. Here's what Benzino had to say. And what I called you for, yeah, I called you for some money. I made you, you didn't make me. But I call Ray Ray and everybody else. I'm supposed to, who the fuck else am I supposed to call? But you had no problem with disrespecting the man that brought you here. I had you, you didn't have me. Okay, what do y'all think about this? Benzino seems really hurt by his relationship status with his daughter right now. And about this, you know, talking about the money thing. Q, what do you think about this? This breaks my heart. Now, granted, mm -hmm. I, I don't know the family structure. I don't know if 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 her upbringing was one of which her mom got pregnant and, and Benzino just sent the check. You know what I'm saying? Or if this was like daddy grew up in the house with us you know, for, for all of my life. And he was there every Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving. But it's really giving me, he was my father and he just used to send a check because I'm sorry, parents who have connection, relationship and devout love for their children don't handle their children like this in public. They don't do things to hurt their children on public platforms. I, I just... You know, discussing money issues and so on and so forth, um, you know, to a degree, he may have a point. You know, uh, yes, you know, I would want if my parents were still living and they needed something, I would want them to call me and, and ask me for it if I had it. But I also had a loving relationship and both of my parents were present. If you weren't present and you just paid your little child support, which so many men think think that's all they got to do is pay child support and they're in the clear, then you know what? she She's... You know, got a right to feel what it is she's feeling. But if you truly loved her, Benzino, you would put your feelings aside and stop talking about your daughter in the press. This is not going to bring her home. It's not going to bring her closer to you. And I'm sorry. I know we throw the word clout chasing around so freely these days. And it's another one of those words that needs to be left in 2023. But at this point, Benzino, the only time you are ever mentioned in the press is when it has to do with your daughter. And I know that that has got to be irking her last damn nerve because it's irking mine. Aries 88 said, Koi said they were poor while she watched him on Love and Hip Hop. And Hello Sean Wu said, I'm so over parents who think they're entitled to their kids' finances simply because they're parents. Uh, what do you think about this? Should he have an expectation to be helped out by his daughter if he needs help financially? Oh, this is so tough. Okay, so first, let me first thing say that like I'm like you. This is heartbreaking to watch. Take this crap offline. This does not belong on the internet. It does not belong on social media. I don't like it. I think it's disrespectful from a parent's perspective and from a child's perspective. Now, as we talk about clout, Claudia, we all know how this business works. And these new people, these new young talents coming into business may not understand this, but he definitely is not using her for clout now. Like Benzino has been in the business for a long time. And when you say his name, you know, who we're talking about. 
Um, is it okay for him to ask her for money? Not if they have a very contentious relationship. I don't think that's okay, regardless of what he did for her in the past, because she doesn't have that connection with them to feel like she owes him anything. I feel like you said if they had a stronger connection, then maybe she would want to help him if he needed it. But if she feels like at any point that he's demanding it just because he's her father, then hell no. I think the problem is the public part of this, right? Like she probably would be more likely to help him if, if they just had this conversation in private and like, if you get mad at me, don't go to the internet. But I also look at Benzino and I do feel bad for him. You know, like he, he definitely had his, he, he he's a part of hip hop culture, whether people want to give him respect these days or not. So I get him feeling like people don't like, he doesn't get that same respect anymore, but that's not Koi's fault. It's not her fault. And, um, I think they have a complicated relationship. I really do. But I hope they get the, I hope they keep their crap out of the internet. I think that's what the problem is. I think she gets annoyed and, you know, we call him a cloud chaser. All right. Coming up next, find out why Tristan Thompson is apologizing. And later Marlon Wayans opens out up about his transgender child. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, Tristan Thompson is showing his mature side these days. On a recent episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashian, Tristan apologized to Kylie Jenner for his part in ruining her and Jordan Woods' friendship. Tristan shared that he knew the situation affected Kylie the most because she lost a sister. Tristan said, it's 100% on me, but I want to say I'm sorry and I feel bad about it. Hmm. What do y'all think about Tristan apologizing to Kylie? But I'm damn sure probably 100% positive that he did not apologize to the black baby mama or the other women that he's hurt. But he got to apologize on camera to Kylie. That's what I want to say. Um, Q? In this particular situation, as it relates to this television show, I have no problem whatsoever with him apologizing to Kylie, right? I think every man that ever does a woman wrong should apologize to say a woman. Now, I don't know about the other baby mamas, but I'm talking about this specific situation. That sentence shouldn't have ended with a period. It should have ended with a comma and it should have went comma two. And Jordan doesn't deserve this either. She was just an innocent bystander in my mess. And I'm going to pick up the phone and call Jordan as well and apologize to her or Kylie and Jordan should have gone to dinner on that damn show and his ass should have showed up with a bouquet of flowers and an edible arrangement. He should have apologized to her and, and tried to orchestrate them, you know, being back close friends again, which they are hanging out again. It bothers me to my core. And I'm rarely one of those black people that get on the black versus white adjacent Kardashian train. It bothers me the shucking and jiving that he's doing for these white adjacent bitches. Right. And Jordan caught everything that she caught as a result of him. And you didn't do a single thing publicly and on this platform to try to exonerate this. That's what, that's what irritates me. I'm like, you are apologizing. Of course we get it. Those are the ones that have the TV show. That's what's going to benefit you the most. But like you said, it would have been nice to use that platform in that moment to do it. If you were, if it wasn't just for the show and to rehab his brand, right. It would have been nice to spread the apologies around. Cause you have a lot of people to be apologizing to yet. He still is 
you know, people say he's not really that great of a dad to the other kids. Um, uh, Al, what do you think about this? I just don't like it either. I think it's a well, it was scripted well. Mm -hmm. I think he knows that he wants to be a part of the Kardashians because he only got a one-year contract uh, in this upcoming uh, NBA season. He may see his NBA life coming to an end, and he's got to make sure he stays friends with the Kardashians to make sure that he's a part of their content creation in order to make money. Now, this is a part I don't like about the Jordan issue. Jordan was 19 years old. She was a child. She was a baby. He was a grown man he took it he took advantage of that whole situation and when you come from that standpoint and being a professional athlete you just don't have these epiphanies and all of a sudden you change the way they scripted this on the show was just done too right everything was right they hit every beat he realized that after going to therapy that from his family life he never knew how to love anyone because his dad didn't love his mom and didn't show him how to love women didn't show him how to respect women didn't show him how to care about women's feelings all of this comes out on this episode and then after that now he goes on an apology tour this is not by happenstance this is intentional and at best it feels insincere uh, Anwar Robinson said, Tristan needs to apologize for walking like a stank video vixen. <laughs> he do got a high, he do not really stank. And Portia Cunningham says, so he's sorry to Kali, but not to Jordan. And then Sierra Thompson said, he's only apologizing for the cameras though. It's been five years. Yeah. All right. This next story is all for the hookah lovers out there. A woman in Atlanta claims that hookah gave her and her friends carbon monoxide poisoning. The woman posted a video of her friends in the hospital wearing oxygen masks with caption, our symptoms were headaches, lightheaded, dizziness, chest pains, and feeling lethargic. We just had hookah in Houston. What do you think about this story, Al? <laughs> so coughing, ain't you? I felt all those things and some. This has been a highly discussed health and safety concern for years, guys, at least for the last five years. We know we know that from medical literature that you read about hookahs, there are 100 cases surrounding hookahs and carbon monoxide. And they say there are a number of factors that can contribute to you getting the poisoning. One of them is how small the rooms are, the number of people that you are having hookah with, as well as the ventilation. So this is not really anything new um the only thing that we're finding though is that people don't take the time to recover from the carbon monoxide and that's what's causing the the worst health symptoms regarding it you what do you think them hoes must have been in the janitor closet smoking the damn hookah for them to get carbon monoxide poisoning. I mean, I thought the story was going to read the butane off of the coal hadn't burnt off yet, and that's what they had breathed in. I mean, these days and times, everybody's smoking hookah with five, six, seven people the way we were, and in, you know, spaces large enough for you not to get carbon monoxide poisoning. So, I'm curious to know where were they smoking hookah at? That for, they, I mean, they literally had to be in the girls' bathroom smoking this to get carbon monoxide poisoning. But it, 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 um, smoking period is unhealthy. All of it: vaping, smoking, hookah, cigarette, fruit vape, non-nicotine vape. It, we, none of it is better than the better than the other. And, you know, I think it's probably about time that this hookah trend kind of dies down because 
we're layering that with drugs, sex, and alcohol. And it's just one more thing that we're doing to ourselves that are that's unhealthy. Who are you right now? <laughs> we done sat on fruit vape that I had all weekend. Meanwhile, was drinking the most tequila, the most edibles, probably on one. Now we are getting judged by Funky Dineva for a healthier lifestyle. I'm no, I'm just saying. I, no, no, and quite a to your point, I wasn't coming for you, fruit or not. You can't convince me that it's healthy. Period to inhale any type of smoke. You're right, you're right. I think I'm it's more about the charcoal. When you think about carbon monoxide, it's all about the charcoal cue. So it is not healthy, you're right, to to, to smoke tobacco or anything like that. But it ain't healthy to smoke anything. That's my point. Well, smoke anything, but in this case, it's because of the charcoal that's causing the carbon monoxide. So when we all get high again together. Well, honey, I, I'm classy. I don't smoke and I eat, man. Oh, <laughs> that's so <laughs> okay. It's levels to it. <laughs> I eat mine. <sighs> okay. A Las Vegas substitute teacher has been arrested after allegedly forcing students to kiss while playing a game of Never Have I Ever. 29-year-old Rashida Rose instructed the sixth grade students to close the emergency blinds and force them to stay inside the, cl of the classroom. Rose then invited two students who were dating to the front of the class and made them kiss. Ugh. What are your thoughts on this disgusting story? Q? There used to be a time where we could put our faith in female educators. We felt safe leaving children. And even now, there's a double standard. We feel safe leaving children around women. Y'all would flip out if you ever saw a male daycare worker, male preschool teacher. But the, uh, the stories that we've been doing lately about the teachers sleeping with the students, and now this teacher... Uh, making out with the student. I mean, not making out, watching the students make out. It, it, it's starting to make me look at the female gender of educators and be like, what in the hell is going on with y'all these days that y'all ain't the same, you know, Nanny McPhee's and uh, Mrs. Doubtfire that we was used to coming up. I think the standards are low now. I think they are the worker shortage. They just let anybody do this job now. Uh, Al, what do you think about this? Man, I don't know how much more inappropriate this could be. Thank goodness, though, I think in this particular case, she was a substitute teacher, right? And hopefully, you know, because she was a substitute teacher, she doesn't have the schooling or the education or really understand the rules in order to um, adhere to them. I'm trying my best to understand why she Al, she's 29. She 29 and over the kids. She know they ain't supposed to be kissing. She knew enough to make them close the windows. Right. She did know that. But they were, you know, I can't. I'm not trying to defend her in any way. But this is what we do know, uh, Claudia. This is in Clark uh, County School District. Clark County School District is probably one of the largest in the country in the U.S. I think it's like the fifth largest school district in the country. So they have a lot of money. If that was those parents, I would be suing them. Like, you know, I always say, sue the school board, sue, sue the school district, sue the city manager, sue the principal, sue the teachers, sue the janitor. Sue them all and get your money for this, because this is this is definitely not appropriate. Fit you with the TNU said just homeschool at this point, because what the F, you know, here's the thing. You're paying teachers these salaries. Yes, they've gone up, but they're still low relative to what their their importance is in a child's life and their responsibility substitute or not. And then start having the standards be higher where you weed out these weirdos and have different processes to get. I mean, I know after COVID, there's all this, you know, uh, lack of people in the job force and we're just letting people, you know, slide in there. 
but we've got to do something. That's too important of a job. Just let people in there that will do reckless stuff. All right, y'all. Coming up next, find out why Marlon Wayans, what he had to say about his transgender child. And later, what would you do in a sticky situation? Keep it locked. Welcome back to TGIF. Like I say, we are always trying to give you some life hacks to help you out here on the show. All right, charging higher interest is how banks make their money. And they take a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay, but not great. Scoremaster, the new science in accelerating credit scores, puts you in control of your money, not the bank. Now say your credit is 650 and you're borrowing 500 grand to refinance your home. Starting at Scoremaster could save you over 75 grand in interest over the life of your loan or more. Now that 75 grand is your money, not the bank's. Now that's the genius behind Scoremaster, especially now with soaring interest rates. It only <laughs> takes a minute to get started and you can add 30 to 100 points on your credit file depending on your situation. So before you apply for any loan, auto lease or credit, start at Scoremaster. Visit scoremaster.com slash T to try Scoremaster for free. That's right, y'all. It is free. Visit scoremaster.com slash T, scoremaster.com slash T. Fellas, um, soulmates have been telling us in the chat and that they use it. Either of you want to care to comment? You know, I, I, I think it's worth mentioning too, Claudia, and I, I hate that we didn't catch it on camera. While we were uh, live in Houston and we did this promo, there were fans in the live audience and one guy, I forgot what the number was. Oh, he said they took me from 580 in 80s up until the 7s using Scoremaster. I mean, the, the way he was standing up to the audience just giving his testimony, I wish we could have had him on the show because we've already, you know, exhausted how Scoremaster has helped us. But to hear TGIF fans saying that Scoremaster and then, oh, it's worth mentioning after he said that, then they started jumping down the aisle and everyone was like, oh yeah, I did it too. I signed up for it too. I signed up for it too. So I'm telling you guys, the program works. We're not just blowing smoke up your hoo-ha. Scoremaster is where it's at if you're trying to get a hold of your credit. That's right. All right. Promotional consideration furnished by Scoremaster. Let's get back to some more topics. Hey, Marlon Wayans recently expressed his feelings about accepting his child coming out as transgender. Marlon spoke with the Breakfast Club and said that his eldest child now identifies as a man and goes by Kai. Marlon shared that it's taking some time to get used to. He said, I just want my kids to be free. I want them to be free and spirit free and thought free to be themselves. All right. Now, what are your thoughts, Al? I thought it was really interesting and and very noble of him to talk about. It was very hard for him in the beginning, but through this journey, he's learned to accept and love the decision of his daughter that has who is now his son. Now, what I thought was interesting is I can't think of another celebrity, not a male celebrity. Now we know Charday's. Charday's daughter transitioned to a man in 2020, but I can't think of another black male celebrity that has gone through something like this. And the reason why I'm saying black male is because the first thing that comes to mind for me, for a father to watch their firstborn female, that's usually daddy's little girl. So to watch daddy's little girl turn into daddy's little boy has to be 
kind of jolting for him. And not to mention that was his first child. So with the daddy's little girl, you have this idea of, of this lifestyle of a little girl, coupled with the fact that you get most of the, your parents' attention as the oldest, and now it's turned upside down. The fact that he is putting this on a special and sharing that journey to teach others that it's possible to embrace and take something that you're not familiar with, that in fact was uncomfortable to you, to a space of love, is incredible and I commend him. All right, Q, what are your thoughts? So first and foremost, I want to say this is why Zaya Wade, Gabrielle Union, and Dwayne Wade are important. Because they have, at least in the mainstream media, outlined or have given people at least some sort of roadmap on what to do when they come to this intersection with their children, if ever they come about. Dwayne Wade has been a great example on how to handle this. Um, another piece of nuance, something I want to throw in there is a conversation that we can have at a later time. I would be curious to know how easy it would be for Marlon to accept this if it was a son going to female versus female going to son. I think there's mm -hmm. something that hits a little different when that boy puts that wig and that heels on than it is when a girl takes those heels off and trades it in for a hoodie and some sneakers. It hits differently. I think the shock of the child being uh, trans probably is all the same and it affected him and the daddy's little girl thing that you said. But I'd just be curious to know how would that thing hit if it was a boy going to girl. I like his, uh, it seems like he has a healthy attitude about this and he's not using it and he's not leading with it. He mentions it, talks about it, shows support. And I like the attention. I think he's doing it right. All right, uh, I just want to let y'all know as of now, Surviving Diddy is trending on Twitter. And you know Black Twitter is where it's at. So go check it out after our show, though. Keep it locked because coming up next, find out what we would do in crazy situations. And later, find out why Kiki Watts, why its mother is going viral for the wrong reasons. Ooh, this video is nuts. Stick around. Welcome back to TGIF. And I just want to say at one point we had over 7,000 people in the chat. So they was here for us tonight. All right, soulmates, have you ever thought about how you'd handle yourselves if you were placed in, in the middle of an unexpected situation? Well, we'd like for you to join us and chime in on a fun segment called hashtag WWYD. What would you do? All right, soulmates, please give us your answers in the chat. A viral a wedding video has gone viral because the bride seemed to be a little too excited for her wedding surprise. In the video, the groom surprised his bride with a performance from her favorite singer, and the bride decided to take matters into her own hands by touching and grabbing all over the performer's crotch area. What would you do if your significant other, on your wedding day, mind you, acted like this? Uh, go ahead, Q. I would have cussed her ass out in front of her family. I would have cussed her ass out in front of that family and stormed my ass. I would have ruined that wedding because her daddy paid for it anyway, uh, hopefully. I would have cussed her out. I, I, I would have... No, 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 real talk, I probably would have picked her up off the ground because I'm classy-based like that, and I would have faked it. When we got to that honeymoon suite, I would have laid into her. She wouldn't have got no honeymoon sex that night, and I would have giving her the silent treatment for a solid two or three days. Production, can we see that video again? Can I see that part? Oh, wow. 
egg you on your knees. You know how sexually suggestive that is? Right in front. Oh, wow. Right in front of your, your new street, dog. Leave her alone. Out of line. Al, what do you think? You know me. I would give her a little bit of grace. I, I can say that because I'm not in that situation. But I think we've all been in situations where she's got caught up in the moment. And she will definitely look back at this and say, what in the hell was uh, I thinking at a later date? Yeah, Especially yeah, when she reviewed those videos and those pictures of it. Uh-uh, Al. We all ain't been like that, honey. You listen, alcohol and stuff just bring out what's already in you. And she got a whole in as much drugs and alcohol as I done did. I ain't never got on my knees in public and picked up a drop penny, yet alone grab somebody crouch. You don't think you have? No, I know I haven't. I had enough decency and class <laughs> myself to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know who you are trying to fool tonight with this. Right, I don't know who this person is tonight. You got I, the little I, news, like the different. I, I, I am one of the first people to tell y'all I do my dirt and I do it well. I just don't do it down on the ground in public. Or have some decency about yourself. And the, and the gag is, if you really want to know the truth about it, let me put this to, 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 to bed real quick. The tea that y'all know about me, y'all ain't never seen it. You ain't never heard it. You only know it because I tell it to you. All right. So that that right there alone is evidence of how I carry myself when I'm in public. The bathroom, the dumpster. Ain't nobody never seen it because I'm classy. Y'all only know it because I told it. Nah. You don't I'm get to quiet. say your classy. I'm, 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 I'm quiet on this one. Nah. Nah. See, so they ain't got nothing to say now, soulmate. No, nah. we do. No, we just we just being respectful, but it's okay. No, no, no. We got time. The cat got your tongue. Y'all ain't, no. ain't never you seen know, you can't claim Y'all ain't never seen me in any type of way in public. You ain't never seen it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't make it not be true. Girl, go on to the next thing for I cut exactly. your ass out on this thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> he classy tonight, Al. Right, I see. Okay, check out this new, this next situation. It involves an airline and a white woman having a meltdown. Take a look. Leave me alone! I am being here in traffic! I am being here in traffic! All right, y'all, what would you do if you were sitting next to her on the plane, Al? You know me, I can't stand all that noise. I would have definitely popped up and helped them restrain her because they need to put those restraints on her, uh, those ties to get behind her back so they could ship her ass to the back of the plane and gag her. I would have definitely helped because all that screaming, all of that contention, uh-uh, that just makes me super, super, super uncomfortable and super, super nervous and creates too much anxiety for me on the plane to all watch right. this. Q, what would you do? Uh, be reaching down in my carry-on bag to see what I got in, in the event that we got to hit her ass over the head. She <laughs> and I just want to raise one valid point. I know we did the story earlier in the week about the black girl who got the Grammy nominations and she wanted to stand up in the aisle and not saying that the two stories are remotely similar, but this right here is exactly why I was not a fan of that gospel artist standing her ass up in the aisle to make any type of announcement because you don't know what people are going to do. And we're seeing too many cases like whitefish right here standing up in the aisle making you know nuisance on airplanes uh lady t says about time they got a karen and akila moon said oh my god 
Why are the crazy white women on the plane? We do see this a lot. Yeah, I, I don't like a lot of that disturbance. Uh, there's enough anxiety with people, first time flyers and people that are nervous traveling with kids, like sit your ass down. Uh, I would definitely have uh, participated in restraining her. A toxic breakup, shared a video of her new home after it was destroyed by her ex. What would you do if your ex demolished your new home? Q? Oh my God, look, wow. You know, y'all, I'm not going to lie to you. I just think there are certain situations in life that just warrant you beating somebody ass. I wouldn't even want jail for this for him. I want his ass whooped. I would have to call my cousins, my brothers, whomever. We'd have to file a police report, get him arrested. But I have to beat his ass. Like, th this is one of those situations where I do condone violence. He need his ass stomped for this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's too much. Al, what do you think? You know, I was thinking the exact same thing that Q was saying. For me, the, what would I do? I At first, I thought I would get even. But when you really look around that apartment, that's a very sick person. Not only is that person sick, but that person is also mentally unstable and extremely violent. I think if you start a tit-for-tat situation, he may end up doing something lethal. And I don't think I would want it to make it to that point. Uh, I would go legal route on this at this point, get a restraining order and make sure that he can never come around or near me ever again. Uh, a restraining order for sure. But um, unfortunately, with restraining orders, they seem to not really give a damn unless you damn near dead. They're like, oh, OK, now we have it documented. She needs to move, unfortunately, at her own expense, because uh, that does seem like someone that would maybe come back. Like They clearly have no fear of getting in trouble to do that. We know who did it. You know, right. I, I feel really nervous. And, that. The article said it was her new home. I hope that wasn't something that she purchased. Right. In Claudia, there is no getting up and moving. I mean, hopefully her homeowner's insurance will cover it. But if this was your new home, you you know, you ever had a car and then you scratch it in it or something like that's exactly what that would be. <laughs> I wouldn't even want that damn house no more after they repaired it. But the feeling of knowing that someone was in your house like that, you know, yeah. like I would be, I would be scared. I'm yeah. sorry. My cat is acting up right now. All right. Moving on. A man in Tampa Bay, Florida was inappropriately touched by a female officer and it was all caught on video. The ladies are acting up this week. Take a look. Give it to you until I need to. Right now you need to. I'm at Meridian and Jackson. What are you doing? She's pulling the knife you out of your pocket. Her? Why yeah, did you just, why did you, no, no, no. The female officer allegedly forced her hands down his pants to confiscate an assumed concealed knife. What would you do if you were violated like this, Q? So as a black man in this situation, absolutely nothing. I just have to stand there and take the violation because we know what happens with us in these situations when the cops don't look like us, we end up getting shot. Um, in my mind, I would want to say, you know, I, I probably, you know, have some type of knee-jerk reaction and want to curse her out. On Fortunately, you know, I would have, I would have just stood there and accepted the violation. Unfortunately, there's not much you really can do. Probably, right? It's her word against yours. Al, what do you, what would you have done? 
I think what I would possibly like, just like you said, you know, unfortunately, as black males, when we're being profiled by cops, we have to take it. But what I know I would do is I would be contacting Ben Crump. I would be contacting Lee Merritt's office. I would be sequestering all of this footage. I would be, I would throw, I would have them suspended. I would have them fired and I would not have them allowed to be a police officer in the state of Florida ever again. The sad thing is so many times, especially if it's a black person that's, you know, with a, a white cop, they can violate you. And you don't really see a lot of happy endings to this, even when we're in fact murdered. So, yeah, there's really not a lot of justice. Coming up, find out what Kiki Wyatt's mother said about her gay grandson. We'll see you shortly. Hit that like button. We'll be right back. Oh my God, y'all! The the internet is just going crazy. Azalea Banks saying some more stuff about about uh, about uh, Cassie. What did she say? What did she say? The one time that Diddy sent uh, Cassie in a three week vacation to Hawaii, so no one could see or question how her face got like that. That she's alleging that he allegedly beat uh, Cassie up so badly that she had to go away for three weeks to heal. Ooh. Mm. Oh my goodness! All right, y'all. Welcome back. Singer Kiki Wyatt found herself in the middle of a heated exchange between her mother and her gay son on a recent episode of Kiki Wyatt's World. During the episode, Kiki Wyatt's son, Raja, accused his grandmother, Lorna Wyatt, of using racial and homophobic slurs. In one scene, Kiki's mother told her grandson that she hates when gay boys first come out because they're messy as bleep. What are your thoughts on Lorna Wyatt's comments during her grandson? Did you see the video, Q? I did see the video. I, I saw the little clip. Um, you know, they, they were disappointing. They were disappointing. Um, I'm not as taken aback, even as a gay man, I'm not as taken aback about the homophobic comments. It's unfortunately, it's, it's almost a black gay boys rites of passage via your family that, you know, they're in the South that that's, I'm, I, it's the racial slurs that I'm more concerned about considering the fact that those children are black and she is uh, white from my understanding. I'm actually more concerned about that than I am the homophobic slurs. Um, y'all got to better vet y'all family and, and y'all tea before y'all start throwing y'all family on TV so quick trying to get a reality TV dollar because Kiki got 50, 11 children. That's 50, 11 life experiences, 50, 11 interactions with 50, 11 other family members. Ain't no telling what all the hell else may come out. That may not be too favorable for the family. Dr. Grimes says, LOL, she's not exactly wrong. LOL, coming from a gay man. <laughs> all right. Al, what do you think about this and this, uh, this exchange <clears throat> with the grandma and the grandson? Oh, this just made me so sad because what we found out was that this grandmother and, and her grandson were very, very close that, you know, Kiki said, when you saw one, you saw the other, they loved each other. This grandmother helped him through his cancer treatments. Uh, and I that just touched my heart. So I feel like there's just probably a miscommunication there. And it could be because of their ages. I hope that they're able to resolve it and that they can get back on track. Because from what I understand, deep down, they definitely love each other. I just wish that I, I know Kiki had to be uncomfortable, right? Because it's her mother and her son. But it would have been nice to see Kiki kind of just be like, yo, mom, chill. You know, like just protect your son just a little bit in that in that situation. But all right. Um, 
granted, I ain't no parent, but I don't think there's 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 there. I would think that my mother' bare instincts would kick in. There'd be nothing uncomfortable about me getting my mama together if they were, if they were saying something that hurtful to my child or something off the wall to my child. Um, yeah, and she I just gonna let it fly. She let it fly. She was well, like, she well, did say to Kiki's defense. She did say, "Mom, now what I'm not gonna let you do is call him what a, a, a jackass or something like that." Yeah, I mean. she said uh, that part. Uh, the whole thing needed to be shut down. She was doing way too much. All right, DJ Academics took some time to address Krishan Rock and her claims of Tamar Braxton using her for clout after Krishan assaulted James Wright Channel Chanel at Tamar Show. Academic said, this is where we are in the world today, where a woman thinks that talent means nothing because she's got more clout. DJ Academics also shared that if Krishan thinks she's so hot, then Krishan should book her own shows because Tamar is booking and selling out of her own shows. Do you agree with DJ Academics, Al? Well, the part that I agree with him, first, it's hard for me to say I agree, but yeah, yeah, I agree with him. You know, the thing that he really hit on the head that I thought was really, really important was he talked about the turnover rate for someone who has to be in the business and be famous and have clout because of their bad behavior. And he said, you can basically ruin your life trying to chase that love for that bad behavior. But once you crash and burn, they're just going to find someone else to replace you, unlike in Tamar's, uh, you know, case, she's going to always be a great singer. She's going to always be a great performer. She's been doing it for over three decades and she's still selling out shows. All right. Q, what do you think? You know, I was so prepared when I saw his name in the script to go in and let have, but I, but DJ Academics, brother, you actually got it 100% right this time like he kind of won me over today y'all i'm sure he's gonna do something stupid tomorrow but he's 100 right uh you know i love the part where he said you were a guest on tamar's show you let me see you book a show that big you're absolutely right because outside of have nothing else to offer the general public and quiet as it's kept krishan as shouldn't even been at tamar damn show she should have been home with her baby bonding with her baby Sierra Thompson said they did invite her for clout, though, but she definitely assaulted that man backstage. I don't think what Tamar... clout? Tamar's tour has been sold out for months. What clout? I, I don't think that Tamar needs Krishan for clout. I can see her wanting to appeal to younger ratchets. Yes. You know what I mean? But, but I for think sure. younger ratchets already know who Tamar is. Everybody knows who Tamar is. I can Tamar see... Tamar was a young ratchet not too long ago, quiet as it's kept. Yeah, and that's on no shade. She knows that's that's no shade, but everybody knows who she is. So I do get that using some of these reality stuff because you do see sometimes people be like, "Oh, I how these people know each other?" But all right, um, DJ Academics is is not a dummy. Sometimes it's his delivery that makes you be like, "Shut up!" But he he does be making sense sometimes. All right, if you were looking for the perfect designer knockoff this holiday season, you might have to look harder. This week, the FBI seized $1 billion worth of fake handbags and shoes from a New York storage facility, which made it the largest counterfeit bust in U.S. history. Two men were arrested in connection to the operation. And if convicted, they could both face a maximum of 10 years in prison. Q, what you think about this? Is this going to mess up our, anyone's Christmas? I love it because I all rock with holes that way. I'll be one of your bad fate then when you get called on it want to be like oh it's not because it's designer it's because it's cute there's plenty of cute stuff that's not knockoffs of designer brands so i'm glad it happened 
All right. Well, we are out of time. Al, we know you wearing the real designer label, so because you got all them jobs. So I'm sorry to respect you. All right. I want to thank Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for being here doing their thing. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for McMillan and Morrow, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Y'all be safe and be good. Bye, y'all. Bye, soulmates. Bye, soulmates.